This is Ryan watching the movie where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Gun balls in the lobby yard. Watching the Grubbian Crawl. Magi. <laughs> if you're listening to this, don't even waste your time. Hello and welcome to Ryan Watches the Movie. This is episode number 240. My name's Adam Patterson. Joining me today, we got Kevin Rakestraw. How are you, Kevin? I'm doing pretty good. We also have Ryan Holes. How are you? Um, good. Is this 240 or 241? Actually, I think it's 241, isn't it? I don't know. I just looked at all my old files and they're numbered all wrong. Yeah, I think it's 241, actually. I think we, I think we fucked up already today. And the dog, and, and the do- and I love how as soon as we start the show, the dog barking yep. commences. That's right, right away. I'm All telling, right, I'm telling you, the dog knows it's a superhero dog. It has she's, special learning. About she's her. a she's a long time listener. Long time listener. Yeah, she's regular. Not, she's not. I wouldn't call her a fan, but she listens. That's good. Hell no, she's not a fan. No. She always talks shit every time we record. <laughs> I know. Very disruptive. <laughs> very very rude, very disruptive. And I don't appreciate it. That's her. That's her thing. I mean, maybe I'd be okay with it if she was a patron. Yeah. If she subscribed to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash film pulse for just a dollar a month, maybe I'd be okay with it. But... Until then, I'll talk. Dog I'll, needs to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll talk to her about it. I mean, she's kind of stingy with her money, though. Hmm. Well, see what you Tell can do. To go out in the backyard, and pull some money off the money tree. I can do that. I'll, I'll run it by her. Trust me. What movie do we have you watch this week, Ryan? The specials. The specials. Pick this in honor of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two coming out. This one was written by James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. This is directed by Craig Mazin. I have a synopsis here. The sixth or seventh best superhero team in the world pursue their rightful place in the harshly competitive world of toy tie-ins and fighting evil. This stars Rob Lowe, Jamie Kennedy, Thomas Hayden Church... Sean Gunn's in there, Judy Greer's in there, James Gunn's in there. Ryan, tell us a little bit about the specials. Uh, well, there's a two-way group. They're kind of terrible superheroes. They have, like, one, one of their one person's powers is that he claims to be the smartest person in the world. Once persons here he came from outer space and crash landed on Earth. And when he was removed from his alien pod, he was one big green blob and he slowly forming into a human being. So he moves really awkwardly. Throughout the entire movie, um, so a bunch of sewers have ridiculous powers, and their thing is they would like to get uh, action figures made up out of them. 
individually that happens and the company makes them very generically like they they don't look like them at all and one of the action figures is even a black guy and the guy is white and they they talk but that's like one of the one of the the big scenes in this is the guy freaking out because he just don't no one seems to care. And also Rob Lowe and one of the women in this group, they end up hooking up and the woman her husband is the leader of the group. So they disband. And after talking and some uh, coming together and realizing what part they have to play, they'll kind of come back together and put their odds aside and form the group back up. Uh, and Roblo, after he cheats on her, makes this girl cheat on her husband. Uh, he also breaks the news that he's leaving this super group for another group. And when he leaves this group, he's gonna like head a honcho. And when he goes to the other group, he's like a nobody. And he quickly comes in not like that. And that's also part of their coming back together. Mm. Okay. So what'd you think? Um, it was definitely low budget, <laughs> but it's good for a laugh. I mean, I probably won't ever watch it again. But there were a few times I laughed out loud. So Rob Lowe played the weevil. What was his power? What did he do? He had weevil strength. Yes. <laughs> I was really hoping that it would, I, With a name like weevil, I was really hoping that it was just... It was all about weevils. Weevil yeah. strength. What is weevil strength? I don't I don't know much I'm about the, weevils. I'm the, I think it's... Uh, Weevils are truck. Okay. So they kind of making an ass out of weevils. Yeah. Hmm. Shitting on weevils, huh? I believe so. I could be wrong. That seems unnecessary. What did the weevils ever do? I know, right? To these filmmakers. So Jamie Kennedy played a muck. I saw in the trailer he was he was all blue. What was his power? They don't ever. They say that. He has a blasting power, but none of them ever used their powers throughout the movie at all. Um, Yeah, maybe. And one of the, I'm just remembering now, one of the girls from uh, In Living Color, she's in this, and her power is the ability to turn into anything she touches. Like if she touches a fruit roll up, she becomes a fruit roll up. 
Is is that what happened in the movie? <laughs> That's an example they give, but they're explaining their power. Uh, oh, but I was really just hoping that you came up with your own. <laughs> oh god, no. You just got fruit roll ups on the brain. But they don't but they don't show her turning into a fruit roll up. No, that would cost way too much one. Yeah. yeah. This is uh, you're talking about Kelly Caulfield, who played Power Chick. Which seems like a weird name for her. If her ability is to turn into things that she touches, why would why would you go with the name Power Chick? Doesn't seem right. I don't know. There are other people, three or four other people in the group, and their power was the ability to stretch. Apparently, it's a very common power. And they all since have died from cancer, which they got their power from the thing that gave them cancer and killed them. Mm. Mm. It's like uh, Henrietta Lacks, you know, the HeLa cells. Her, her cells are immortal, and yet that's because her cells are immortal. That's what ended up giving her cervical cancer and taking her life. I was... I mean, I there's a part of me that wants to applaud that tie-in. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly what they were thinking of. That, that was exactly what we're going through those writers' minds. So Aaron Sean, was, he was just he was reading up on that, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to incorporate it, incorporate that into the specials with Rob Lowe and Thomas Hayden Church and uh, Judy Greer. Her power is now. She can. Her name's like Dead Girl or Deadly Girl. And and she can have people. She is basically mentally connected with dead people, and she can go to dead people and then reappear wherever she wants. What? Explain that to me again. Exactly. Go to dead uh, people and then appear where she wants? Yes. I don't understand. Walk, walk me through uh, this. That's why I said it, because I don't understand. She just, okay. Yeah. It's like, they're, they're a brand about, like, uh, mm-hmm. the, the girl from, uh, oh, Kevin Femer. Uh, her name is, like, Bird Girl. And Nightbird? about Jordan and I, I have bird on my brain well it is and that all she can do is hear clearly like she doesn't talk to birds nothing with birds she just hear stuff real good what a, what a... and they have eight which is eight personalities and eight different bodies, but they make up one guy. So it's basically eight, eight different people. The joke there is that it's just eight people, right? Yeah. I understand. It's really funny. It's really funny stuff there. So Thomas Hayden Church played the strobe. What was his deal? He could shoot lasers. Out of his arms. Okay. <laughs> right. And Sean Gunn played the alien orphan that you mentioned. And then James Gunn played 
Minute Man, and they kept calling him the, Minute Man. The joke throughout the movie on that is everyone calls him Minute Man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they 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 did that in the trailer. That's how I knew that. He, and oh, he's like man. he's like the leader, right? He's like the the leader of the group. Yeah. No, it's all sin choices. We got a Oh, okay. Come to. But they're they're brothers though, right? Minute Man and the Strobe are their brothers. That uh, that I don't know, Pierre. I do. It's on Wikipedia. I'm just throwing oh, that really? out. Oh yeah. really? I I I can't remember saying that. Oh, so, uh, unless li- unless someone's doing some tricky shit here uh, on the Wikipedia page for the specials film from 2000. I smell a prank. It's always a possibility. You never know. Melissa Joan Hart, Clarissa explains it all herself as Sunlight Girl. Yes. What'd she do? She... The thing of a potted plant with the Clarissa being a plant Mm -hmm. and having a thing of sunshine Mm -hmm. around her face. That's all she does. So she's a plot a, a potted plant. Yeah, not. I mean, her head and neck are like the stem, but yeah. there is no like real potted part. <laughs> so she's just a walking plant. It, I assume that's what like she looks like a ray of sunshine. So she's well, not. She's not a plant at all. No, not correct. Okay, so why start with the plant stuff? Because she kind of looks like uh, the image in my head is like a sunflower in a potted plant thing. Okay, and she's the sunflower. Okay. And that's exactly what she looks like. Well, what's, what's, there's no pot. <laughs> She's not a flower. What's <laughs> what's what's her power though? Other than that, she has. Uh, I, they don't. Uh, they don't. She's only in it for like two minutes. Oh, okay. So then and that they, must be the. I saw that in the trailer as well. Which is funny because in she's like one of the names listed in the trailer. They're like well, Melissa yeah. Joan Hart. So I'm not sure why they would even mention her if she's not one of the major players they're, they're here. Trying to, they're trying to tap into that Melissa Joan Hart fan base. Back in 2000, we all still had Melissa Joan Hart fever. That's right. You know it. I saw that there also is a uh, cameo from Jenna Fisher, <laughs> James Gunn's uh, ex-wife. I can't tell. That was in the trailer too, actually. They show her pulling up. like She pulls up in a car. And says something. She's with like a bunch of other girls. And I think they, they're the ones that do the Minuteman thing. They're like, hey, Minuteman. And, oh. he's like, and he's like, it's my Newt Man. And then they're like, fuck you. That's <laughs> it. They walk away. So th- I noticed that this is rated R. So is there, there's lots of dirty jokes, I'm guessing. Uh, uh well. <laughs> Jerry Kennedy has a potty mouth. That's it. Like, well, Thomas and George, they all swear, but 
Uh, he is worst of all by far. Hmm. So this sounds pretty much just like that Mystery Men movie with Ben Stiller and Janine Garofalo and all of those people that came out, I think, a couple years before. When did Mystery Men come out? Let's let's find out. Mystery Men, 1999. Yeah, so it was like a year before. Was it like Mystery Men? I am so Mystery Men. Do you remember Mystery Men, Kevin? Uh, vaguely. A while on that one. I don't know if I've ever actually seen a movie in its entirety. I don't the only think thing that's in my head is the... Uh, like the auditions. Yeah. I think there was a Smash Mouth. I think that was that that was the the uh the movie that used that Smash Mouth song, I think. All-Star. Oh god. And if I remember correctly, the video was they had like they were doing like different tryouts of different people and stuff in the Smash Mouth video. Mm, I think you're right. They put song in this. Well, but I can't. I have no idea what it is. I just know I heard it a lot when I was younger. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about this director, Craig Mazin. Uh, looking at his filmography, he only has two directing credits. That's the specials and superhero movie. So he pretty much uh, he tried to stick with the whole superhero comedy thing for a little bit there, and. And, and uh, you know, did the specials. Just, eight, eight years later, he did superhero movie, and that was the end of that. He's just trying to mine that shit. Trying to mine the comedy gold out of superheroes. Now, he has a, a better, a, a bigger career as a writer. He wrote Rocket Man, which we actually did an episode on. The one with, uh, I think, Harlan Williams. That was the Harlan Williams one. Huh. Remember that? <laughs> That the fuck is train So he did Rocket Man. He did Senseless. That was the one with David Spade and uh, I think it was Marlon Wayans, if I remember correctly. Scary Movie three and four. He wrote superhero movie. He wrote The Hangover Part two. He wrote Identity Thief. That was the one with Melissa McCarthy and uh, uh, what's his name, Jason Bateman. And then he wrote. Hangover Part Three, and then in an odd one, The Huntsman: Winter's War. Yeah, it's a bit different. Yeah, straight up comedies, and then Huntsman: Winter's War. Maybe, maybe that is a comedy. I didn't see it. Now, the thing that I find interesting, and this might be actually the thing that he's more famous for, is that he was Ted Cruz's college roommate. Hmm. And he on Twitter, he's often tweeted about this. And I feel as though that might be, I think more people might know him from that. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, because I do I remember too. that. I saw this on IMDb and I was like, are you serious? It's that guy? Interesting. Yeah, because he, he says some funny stuff about that. Yeah, apparently the guy that made the specials and superhero movie was college roommates with Ted Cruz. So how about that? That was in Harvard, right? I'm pretty sure Ted Cruz went to Harvard. He went to Harvard. He um, made this movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any final thoughts, Ryan, before we give you your drum roll on the specials? Did you happen to look at the, uh, the uh, box office? I did. Actually, yeah, that's, that's a good point. So this had a million-dollar budget, and this grossed 
thirteen thousand dollars. How the hell does have a million dollar budget? You know, when you ask, when you asked me, like, do you have any ideas for Ryan? And I was looking through. Is immediately when I saw the box art for this. Oh, I know it's like, it. It looks it looks like a trauma movie. Like it's so it looks so low budget. I mean, James Gunn comes from trauma, and I thought that this was. I remember seeing the box art for this, and I think I remember seeing the trailer for this too. And it, it just, just looks the, so low quality. How apparently they spent uh, an entire million. Uh, yeah, on fans, people. I mean, I guess. See, the thing, these people weren't that famous at this point, though. Like Thomas Hayden Church, this was before Sideways. This was before he kind of hit hit the big time. I mean, this is him coming after Wings. Yeah, it's after Wings, but I mean, come on, he was a side character in a sitcom that had been canceled for several years already. So he he really didn't make it. Rob think- Lowe, this was still when Rob Lowe, before he made his kind of big comeback. I mean, I'd say like the biggest name at the time was probably Jamie Kennedy, because this was in kind of Jamie Kennedy's heyday. I can't believe he had a heyday. Well, he did, and this was part of it, I think. Why? Why, why did he have a heyday? It's mm. a good question, I don't know. And, and Judy Greer at this point was not, this probably, this was probably one of her very early roles, I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know. Very interesting. Very interesting to see how this made $13,000. It's <laughs> bad. It's not as bad as the Shia LaBeouf movie making $8, but, you know. <clears throat> Did you hear about that, Ryan? A couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, a news story came out that Shia LaBeouf's... I can't remember the name of the movie. It was the latest one that he did. It came out in the UK, and it made $8. <laughs> Oh, it no. sold one movie ticket opening weekend. One. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's incredible. It opened on VOD though too, so I mean, it 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 actually made more, but as far as ticket sales, one. Nice. All right. Oh, it ain't to be that one embarrassed person. <laughs> like, oh yeah, uh, you know, your movie money? I provided you with all that. I think it'd be pretty interesting to be like, yeah, I was that guy. Remember that news story? I was, the, I was the one in that theater. I, I wouldn't be surprised that in ten years' time, there's a fucking documentary at Tribeca about the one guy that bought the ticket <laughs> to that goddamn movie. <laughs> like, where is he now? It wouldn't surprise me either. All right, let's give you your drum roll, Ryan. What do you give the specials? Four out of ten. Not nearly as bad as I thought. I, I like I said, I let I won't watch it again. But it did make you laugh. You thought yeah. it was pretty funny. You didn't. You didn't yeah. hate yourself during yeah. the runtime there. That's really surprising to me because it looks so bad. It does. I mean, just look based off of that box art. I was like, oh my god, this is gonna be a fucking gold mine. Yeah, we have a 38 on Metacritic. What's the Rotten Tomatoes score on this thing? It's probably, I think it was really bad. Let's see. I'd be surprised if there is, any, there is a score on there. Yeah, there might not even be a score on that one. Let's see the specials. Let's see here. Uh, 47%. But let's see how huh. many reviews. Oh, it's only 15 reviews. So doesn't count. 
All right. What do you think about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? you excited for this one? Uh, no, really, because I didn't see the first one. Oh, man. I even saw the first Kevin one. Kevin even saw the first one. I'm pretty excited for shit, it. Right? Wait, what? I saw that shit. I saw it. Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, with the Star-Lord. And they, the, the they, they're, make, they're making a trilogy, right? Well, they they did confirm that the third one is happening. Volume three is oh, watch, that is I'll, happening. Oh wait, no, that'll come out March three one time. Oh, oh shit, gotta binge it up. Right into oh my god, I want to be there for that. I was a big fan of the first one. I'm I'm really looking forward to this this one. Uh, early, a lot of reviews uh, are in on this one already. It comes out this weekend. Uh, in uh, or sorry, it came out last weekend overseas comes out this weekend here currently has an 88 percent as of this recording on rotten tomatoes i'm pretty excited for it trailer makes me chuckle a little chuckle worthy trailer get some chuckles out of that guy over there it's just a good time kevin it's just a good fun time oh you got that raccoon you got that tree you got that star lord mm. you know everybody everybody loves the whole groot thing that's one of my least favorite parts yeah i don't i didn't i didn't i didn't understand the groot thing yeah i didn't get it, it. it's a big big deal the and whole especially big with deal the, thing. the thing at the, the end of that first movie you know the baby yeah and people are like losing their shit over that and i'm just like uh, okay i mean he's I mean, cute you gotta give it to him he's cute he's a tree i mean i've seen better trees but you've Sorry. seen worse trees though i've seen worse trees true i've seen there's a lot of there's a lot of haggard trees out there like i think groot's i think groot's adorable but the whole like obsession with Groot and the whole like I'm Groot thing, yeah, that's that that just didn't it, work for me. Like it gets old quick. Exactly. Like the first couple times, I'm like, oh, I get it. That's all he says. And then it's like, all right, here we go. Yeah, because at a certain point in time, you're almost like, why does the tree talk at all anyway? Although, although I I feel like I'm I'm sort of a hypocrite in saying that because the first time I saw the trailer for the new one. I don't know if you saw Kevin or Ryan the the scene where Rocket is trying to tell him not to press the button and he goes through the process of pressing the button <laughs> like that makes me laugh like I think that that's that's funny but mm-hmm. e- either way and then that 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 scene at the end where that alien girl can can feel your feelings and <laughs> Dave Batista loses his shit because she, she reveals that. Chris Pratt has sexual attraction to Zoe Saldana. Very funny trailer, so I'm excited for it. All right, Ryan. Anything else to say about the specials, Guardians of the Galaxy? I mean, we didn't really talk about James Gunn. What do you think about James Gunn? Because he's he's the director of you know Guardians of the Galaxy. He wrote this movie. He was uh, in it. What do you think about his movies? I, I'm sure that you've seen Slither. Um. Yeah. Alright, he entertains me. It's good. Good stuff. Mr. Dom, it's like a ones and done thing. What does that mean? Like, a watch once and I'll never watch it again. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. No. I didn't like Super, which is his movie before Guardians of the Galaxy. It was the one That was the one with Rain Wilson, another superhero comedy. Wasn't a big fan of it. That one, that one kind of had poor timing too. If I remember correctly, that came out right after Kickass. Yes, it did. And I thought the Kickass, it was basically the same movie, and Kickass did it way better. But I was a big oh, fan of Slither. 
And, and this man, not like, uh, not like when they described the atmosphere they were in or when they came back up in, it was like a comic book. Ah, okay. I don't like that in movies, typically. That's why I was a big... Uh, that's why I wasn't a big fan of the new uh, season of The Get Down, the, the second part. Did you watch any of that, Kevin? Nope. Did you want? Did you finish the first part? Nope. Oh, you gave up on it? I did. Well, the second part was extremely disappointing. And they did these, like, comic book-type transitions and then turned it into animation. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I think that they had uh, budgetary issues with it, and that's... And it's only five episodes too, second part. Hmm. So I think they ran into some budget issues on that. All right. I think that that's going to do it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can send us your questions and topics to podcastfilmpulse.net. You can follow us on Twitter at filmpulse.net, at filmpulsekevin, and at my legs don't work. And if you have a minute, take a look at our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash filmpulse. Consider helping us out by becoming a subscriber. For Kevin Rickstraw and Ryan Holes, my name's Adam Patterson. We'll see you next week. See you later. <laughs>